The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. You know, light is essential for life. Uh, Without light, very little can live and very little happens. And so when it's dark, you stop. My first point. When it's dark, you stop. If you notice, it says in the scripture there, the people who sat in darkness. Without light, when your future seems dark, when your prospects seem dark, when your opportunities seem dark, when life seems dark, you stop. You stop moving, you stop dreaming, you stop reaching, you sit down and you stop going forward. And you know, this is frustrating because we're designed to make progress. We're designed in God's image to be moving towards something in our life, to be reaching, um, to feel like we're advancing and taking grand, ground. We're born, we're born to live in light, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that we can see where we're going, that, we, uh, that we're able to believe that things are progressing, that life is advancing uh, spiritually, physically, emotionally. You know, um, as a teenager, I used to do a bit of camping and uh, I was part of a, uh, they were called the Venturers, which is like the older scout group. And we used to do a lot of caving. Did I say camping or caving? Caving. We used to go down into the, um, down into these caves, kilometres down. And uh, when I was 17, we were down in couple of kilometers into this cave and uh and uh, we'd gone all the way as far as you could go and there's books in there and you write your name in the book and, the, and you date it and then you come back out anyway we're coming back out and uh we had to climb back down this sort of cliff face anyway i was i remember the the moment when i was sort of on the edge and it was uh, there's oftentimes water in there as well uh, it's a bit slippery and so i was i, I went to put my foot on the in a little crevice to come down and I put my hand up there and my hand slipped uh in the the limestone water and I and I fell and I fell about five meters um and I just remember hitting rocks on the way down I didn't know and then I hit the bottom I remember hitting the bottom I was a little dazed and confused but it was pitch black I mean I've never I don't know if you've ever been in darkness where you actually can't see a hand in front of your face and I'd fallen down inside this cave fortunately you know I'd hit the bottom uh it was there was a bit of a shallow river or creek or stream running through the bottom and I landed in it and uh and I just remember it being absolutely pitch black I didn't know where I was I didn't know whether I'd fallen on a ledge and there was still another cavern below uh and i just remember at that moment absolute fear that grips you thinking i don't know what's going to happen i don't know where i am i don't know what's going on um and you know oftentimes or sometimes in life that can happen as well 
something happens, uh, uh, we slip in some way, maybe we make a mistake, maybe we do something that we regret, maybe we go to step out in business or something and it doesn't work out and we feel like we've fallen and the future can seem black or dark and, and the thing that can take a hold of us in those moments is, is fear, uh, uncertainty about the future. And uh, it's important that we realise and that we remember at all times that God is light. And uh, I remember praying at that moment, um, just saying, Jesus. And then I remember hearing someone go, Lord! I hear this echo. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here! <laughs> We're going to come and get you! Anyway, I can't remember how long it took, maybe half an hour. But they finally got back down to me and I sort of and I damaged my leg and had a few cuts and bruises. And I remember I uh, scratched my forehead up. Anyway, they came down to me. They had some first aid. And they, I remember them putting things on my head and bandaging me up. And uh, anyway, finally made it back out of the cave, which was a couple of kilometres. And then I had to hike back about five kilometres back to the camp through the bush. And uh, um, one other person came with me. And uh, anyway, I finally got back to the camp. I remember looking in the mirror to see my cuts. <laughs> and I remember I had these bandages, but to stop the bleeding, what they used was, um, you know, women's things. <laughs> so I looked in the mirror and I've got a head covered full of... <laughs> Lucky they didn't have Instagram in those days. <laughs> I've gone, wow, that's attractive. <laughs> but, but, um, but Psalm 119 verse 105 says this. <laughs> Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And God's word in the midst of darkness, when, we're, when, when it seems like it's dark, our future might seem dark, our circumstances might seem dark, there might not be any light, that we can go to God's word in those moments and it is an illumination that never goes out. That in the midst of darkness, we can go to the word of God and go to God and, and he will shine light on our life, on our future, on our circumstances that is going to help us move forward. Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. There's something about having faith in Christ that we are pressing on, that we are moving forward, that there's something within us that Jesus is calling us towards in our lives that that we are supposed to be reaching out for and moving towards. And it's important that when it does seem dark or it seems like we're not sure where we're supposed to be going or what we're supposed to be doing or, or how things are going to, be, going to work out, that we can put our trust in the Lord, that we can go to his word and he will shine light in our circumstances. So number one, when it's dark, you stop. Number two, when it's dark, we lose hope. Uh, in a book by Chuck Coulson or Charles Coulson uh, called Kingdoms in Conflict, I don't know if anybody's read this book, but he tells a story 
of these uh, World War II prisoners in a prisoner of war camp. And uh, they worked in this prisoner of war camp in Germany, uh, which apparently all the, um, uh, all the excrement used to come to. And so trucks and trucks, loads of, um, if you don't know what excrement is, it's poo. <laughs> so all over the country would come to this place and anyway they'd uh, shovel it and uh, let it dry out or whatever. I don't know what they did to it and then they'd use it for fuel. So these guys worked in this camp um, and under obviously uh, horrific conditions. I mean, the smell was putrid. The conditions were putrid. Uh, They weren't given much food or anything like that. And yet, day in, day out, they continued to fill the bags, move move this stuff around as it came in in trucks, and they they survived. Uh, It stunk, it was putrid, but they survived for several years because at least there was a purpose in what they were doing. Uh, it wasn't something great, and the conditions were adverse, but they were able to survive. Uh, at one point, the Allies came and they bombed the camp, I think because it was providing fuel uh, for the tanks or whatever. Uh, they bombed it, and so the commandant of this prison camp, to, to pay back the Allies, uh, changed the purpose of the camp. And so what he started doing with the allies is when the excrement came in in the trucks he would get them to shovel it bag it or bag it get the bags move them to the other side of the camp which was a few hundred meters and stack it up or uh, or pour it out on the other side and then he'd get them to do that for a week and then at the end of that week he'd say right now i want you to go back i want you to bag the stuff that's over there and i want you to move it back to the other side of the camp and pour it out and so he started getting these prisoners simply bagging, unpour, uh, pouring out, then rebagging, moving it to the other side, just back and forth across the camp. Within three months, a number of the prisoners had committed suicide. Within six months, many of them had gone crazy uh, or had done something that had caused them to be killed, and very few survived. And Chuck Coulson tells the story that uh, or his his um, uh, conclusion to it is that you know we can we can survive incredibly hard arduous circumstances difficult conditions putrid conditions if we can see some kind of purpose in what we're doing even if it's not benefiting us but when we're engaged in an activity that has absolutely no purpose then psychologically and physically does us in and so if we refer to darkness like that if we're in our life if we feel like nothing we're doing has a purpose nothing we're doing is is achieving anything is going nowhere we feel like we're just filling bags moving them to the other side emptying them out refilling them taking them to the other side that there's no value that there's no purpose there's no reason for what we're doing then it's going to affect us and, uh, you know, many young people today who are committing suicide, that's their view of life. And we live in a society that tells young people, you are not here by purpose or design. You are here absolutely by chance. And there is no purpose for you being here at all. It's just a random act 
that you even exist. So it's no surprise that many young people are saying, well, if there's no purpose, if there's no reason, if it's just by chance that I'm here, well, why, keep, why go on? Why not just end it? Um, but Proverbs 29.18 in the scripture says this, without a vision, you might have heard this many, many times, but it's absolutely true. Without a vision, without a reason, people perish. We are designed to live in light. We are designed to have a reason for why we're doing what we're doing. And Jesus Christ came into this world and he said this, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. That scripture that I read at the beginning, which was a prophecy, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And if you're needing light... In your life at the moment, maybe 2015, you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing what, what, or why you're doing what you're doing or where your life's heading or why you're dealing with the circumstances that you're dealing with right now, then it's important that at this time that you allow God's light to come and shine in your life and in your circumstances and give purpose and reason for why you're doing what you're doing because if all we're doing is filling bags and moving him to the other side then we're going to find ourselves trying to find meaning in somewhere else you know many people and, and these are noble and, and important things you know find meaning in their family or accumulating money or building a successful business or traveling the world buying a house we 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 try and generate a reason and then we find that once we've achieved that reason or we get to the end of that road that it's not fulfilling and you hear stories of people, you know, they've got a beautiful family and, and then they leave that family and they go and try and start another family because, you know, they, they, it wasn't fulfilling them. It wasn't giving them what they thought they needed. They thought it must have been, it must have been in someone else or that someone else was going to fulfill them or make them feel special or or you know they they get successful and there's nothing wrong with any of these desires or goals they're they're perfectly normal and healthy Uh, but if that's the whole reason that we're living it's the whole reason that we're existing if that's the culmination of our life we're going to find ourselves falling way short and we've got to allow God's light to come into our life and our world so that what we're doing has eternal significance that getting up in the morning and loving our family and building our business or going to our job, it's not just doing a job to get a pay packet. It's actually we're, we're bringing God's light or we're building or extending his kingdom. Every time we encourage somebody, every time we, we do something in accordance with God's word where we feel like doing something else, we feel like punching someone, but we resist. We feel like you know backstabbing someone because they've done the dirty on us but we turn the other cheek every time we follow God's word every time we allow the light that shined on us to shine out we are advancing the kingdom of God we are bringing the light into the into the darkness and it has eternal significance and value and it's so important that we remember that it's so important that we realize that otherwise the devil will come and just try and tell you well, what's the purpose there's no reason for what you're doing. There's no value. There's no, there's no impact. And 
as I said there before, when, there's, when it's dark, we lose hope. We stop. John eight twelve says this. Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said this. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. The light that leads to life. Jesus is saying, without the light that he gives, you are walking in darkness. Without the light that Jesus brings in regards to our purpose and the reason for us being here and the value that we have and our significance without that we are walking in darkness he's not saying oh there's different types of uh, light you know this person's got some light and this person's got some light and i've got some light no what jesus says is i am the light and if you don't have the light that i bring you are in darkness no matter what else you have Um, he is the light of the world and he is the light of our world and as we come to this christmas period and we you know we sing the songs and we think about jesus coming it's important that we remember that in 2015 he wants to bring light into our life to illuminate our purpose and our reason so that we can continue to advance we can continue against discouragement at times or disappointment at times that life brings that just makes you want to go you know what i'm going to give up what's the point of all this i'm just going to do nothing i'm going to sit down i'm going to just do my own thing that we say no let god's light let god's light shine on my life i am your light I am the light of the world. And as light shines, as we begin to see what it's all about, as we begin to understand the the value that we bring to even just turning up to church on a Sunday, say, oh, it doesn't matter if I'm there or not. Absolutely it does. Doesn't matter if I contribute or not. Absolutely it does. Doesn't matter if I tithe or not. Absolutely it does. Every single thing that we do because of the light that comes into our heart has eternal significance, value and impact and brings significance to our lives. We are not here by random chance. We are here by design. And Jesus said, I'm going to bring light on your life so that you know why you're here. You know why you're doing what you're doing. That's going to give you the impetus to continue to go against every obstacle every disappointment every hurdle that is before you so that you can live your life on purpose full steam ahead and not on your own but with other believers encouraging one another building one another up saying you know what i know why i'm here i know why i'm doing what i'm doing i know what i do has value purpose and significance and i'm going to continue to do it in jesus name amen Thank you, Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you as we start to just relax a bit over this Christmas period and coming into Christmas this week and the new year. And we're just so thankful for all that you've done. And I just pray, Father, that you do let your light shine in our hearts and on our lives at this point so that we know that what we're doing is, has real importance and value has significance 
far beyond just earning money or raising our own family, accumulating wealth or just doing stuff, achieving goals, all wonderful, important, valuable. But apart from you, Lord, just like filling bags of manure and moving them to the other side, filling them again and moving them back. Life's more than that. We're here for more than that. I thank you, Lord, that you use every one of us. You encourage us over this time, Lord, that we celebrate all that you've done. But 2015, let your light shine afresh in our hearts, Lord, that everything that we're doing loving people, encouraging people, forgiving people, extending ourselves, reaching for goals, wanting to do certain things, that we see the eternal and divine significance, value and purpose behind them, God. 2015, Lord, your light shines. Your light shines on Balmain fresh in a greater way in a brighter way and lives are changed we're encouraged people find the light in 2015 in Jesus name